Welcome to another episode of Artifacts, where our lives affect art inside out. I am your host, Jade Hassel. Today we had the pleasure of sitting down in conversation with amazing Bermudian photographer Jade Gibbons. Jade Gibbons is a self-taught photographer behind the lens of Queendom Heights photography. Growing up in a family home in St. George's, Bermuda, her family realized that she had artistic abilities from an early age. As she grew older, she realized that the Bermuda she knew wasn't the same Bermuda that was being showcased to the world. Her work quickly went from hobbyist to professional as she developed her craft and sharpened her eye. She was behind the lens with purpose, which can be attributed to much of her success. Jade noticed a discrepancy in imagery of Bermuda, both mentally and physically. She believes that Bermuda is way more than the pink paradise that is pushed to the masses. She believes that the beauty of Bermudian people and the vibrant culture should be celebrated, and she has made it her mission to do so. Her work highlights the importance of togetherness and camaraderie within our communities. In February 2019, Masterworks Museum hosted their first 441 showcase where Jade was one of the featured artists. Jade was subsequently the winner of the 2019 Charmin Prize. She was also selected as an exhibiting artist in the 2020 Bermuda Biennial. And this year, she won the Best of Bermuda Photography Award. The main goal of her work is to instill a sense of pride in Bermudian people by showing Bermuda the way we see it, minus the pink sand. If you would like to connect with Jade, you can find her on Instagram at queendom underscore heights. Good afternoon, Jade. Welcome to the Artifacts Podcast. We're super excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for taking the time to be with us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, so, so happy to have you. So I'm so, so glad that we could coordinate. But I just wanted to share with everybody how Jade and I know each other. We actually went to high school together. We were in the same art class, GCSE art class. With Miss Roman, Miss Hill, yes, all the way back 2008, 2007. Yes, they were known each other for a really, really long time. And it's just so nice to see your progress and, you know, what you were doing then and what you're doing now. Honestly, it's like so humbling, like to really see someone's beginnings and the end. Oh, you're like blown up when you're like this big artist, big photographer. It's so nice. It's so, so, so nice to see. Thank you, girl. You're making me blush over here. <laughs> but yes, at first, I just wanted to have you just talk a little bit about what your experience was like growing up in Bermuda, um, mm. because I know that you highlight Bermuda from your perspective, and that's really big in your work. So can you speak a little bit about what your experience was like? Yes. Um, my childhood was, I think I just had a typical Bermudian childhood. You know, it was amazing. I grew up in St. George's. Grew up in a huge family home. I was introduced to the arts from young, luckily. So outside of photography, I'm into, not as much as I used to, but I'm into painting, I draw, I, you know, dip and dabble in some other things as well. Photography mm-hmm. is just what's up. Yeah, I had a typical Bermudian childhood, you know, getting outside, climbing trees, yes. running on bike, Saturday, first day in the morning, outside, come back, <laughs> come on, you know, just 
playing around the neighborhood and exploring. It was just, it was a typical Grameenian upbringing. I'm really happy to hear that art was like a big part of your childhood as well. Because, you know, kids need to be able to explore because that time like kind of sets the precedent and like buries the seeds within us for us to be able to grow those things like later in our adulthood. That's awesome. Exactly. I'm very grateful for that. And you don't even realize how important that is until you get older and you're able to, you know, because who knows what I would have been doing if my family didn't notice that I had talents and I was like, okay, let me buy this child a sketch piece. Right. (laughs) Yes, um, exactly. It's so important to like, to pick that up in kids. And Mm -hmm. even with the Queen of Heights now, I've had some interactions. I've spoken at schools and helped out with some projects, some community stuff and kids, we need some programs. Yes, we do much it's so much we do need the programs because the kids they just have so much wonder and so much imagination we need programs in place for them to be able to cultivate it yeah in due time in due time and for the organizations that are doing what they can like kaleidoscope bsoa put on oh, yeah. student shows and stuff like that kudos kudos to you for sure i know that your aunt tiffany tiffany painter i love tiff yeah um, she was a huge inspiration for you and your art. Um, can you talk about what it was like yeah. uh, growing up with her as an as the artist in the family? Yes, I'm choosing so hard. Like, I love <laughs> her so much. She's only five years older than me, so it never really felt like an aunt and niece relationship. Like we right. we were always close. Um, and my aunt, if her sister is way older than her, she never got to be a big sister to a girl. So when right. I came along. It was just like, oh my god, my niece. <laughs> oh my god, I mean, you said it just like her. You sound just like her just now. <laughs> no, I know. I'm so. I I honestly feel like she helped form my imagination. Like she was into Zelda and all of that stuff when we was coming up. So like right. we used to go outside and her imagination was just so broad. I'm younger than her, so I don't even realize it. I'm just thinking we're having fun. But right. as I'm older. I'm Damn, she was really a creative kid. And I'm mm-hmm. really glad that she, not even just her, my uncle Michelle, he's creative as well. All of right. us were just always with each other and always creating together and playing together. And I remember she had a project. She went to Soltis. She taught me, I remember it vividly. She showed me how to draw a mermaid. And to her, it was probably just some simple little something, but I was practicing that thing. Right. <laughs> I'm so grateful for her. And she's still doing her thing now, too, like with her poetry and stuff. Yeah. A lot of people don't know she's a visual artist, but, you know, most people only know her as a poet. Right. I'm really happy to, yeah, to her that she was influential for you. And sometimes that's all it takes, you know, just having, like, that one person. And even if, like, at the time you don't realize it, like you said, you know, in hindsight, in your adulthood, you could look back and see some of these seeds that were planted within you. I wouldn't... Yeah, I wanted to ask you what it is that you're exactly trying to say with your photographs and how do you actually get your photographs to do what it is that you're trying to say? Because your work is incredible. If you haven't seen Jade's work, you need to see it. This work is so raw. It's so honest. It's so you. (laughs) So what exactly are you trying to say with your work? The image of Bermuda, it never really set right with me. Mm -hmm. Um, What they put out there, it's just not Bermuda. It's not who we are. Right. You know, and I um I used to work as a bartender on Calico Jacks. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, that's a ship up in Dockyard. And 
know, the tourists come up to cruise ships and first yeah. barge come to the boat. And so many people, nowhere to lie, used to say they didn't realize there were so many black people <laughs> in Bermuda. And when someone first said that, I was like, what? What do you mean? It's like, predominantly me, black, right? Exactly. I mean, well, I mean, we all live in the sun. <laughs> what color you thought we were? But then when you dig deeper and you and you you know look at the Bermuda tourism ads and mm-hmm. the type of things that we advertise, you know, we we advertise for golf and right and beaches and five star resorts and it's just it's not who we are mm-hmm. and visual is important, right? Yeah. And I honestly, honestly, truly believe that if you don't see for black people especially, if you don't see positive images of yourself mm-hmm. or you don't see, you know, you don't see yourself in that light or just you even existing, it can be problematic because yeah. then it's like, as a kid, if you don't see anything, any positive images of yourself or any, you know, it's like, well, damn, what? You kind of have nothing to go on. You're just, you know? You internalize so, that and it becomes exactly. like, it manifests in other ways and it becomes like factual to you like you really start to believe that you're not worthy so really that was the main push to start Queendom Heights like that I didn't even realize how bad it was until I started shooting and literally just taking my camera to places that I would usually go you know Mm -hmm. Good Friday celebration dancing Davis up Somerset anywhere take your camera it's important to document who we are as we are yes and to push that out and show people like, hey, this is not all we are. The whole goal is to create a sense of pride for Black Bermudians, not even just Bermudians, specifically Black Bermudians, because we don't even realize how damaged we are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I heard people talk about, oh, Bermuda don't have a culture this way. And it's like, what? What do you mean? And like, we have oh, such a strong culture. But then when you think well you know taught anything yeah it stems from us like not learning our history like in school like it's things that i just learned about us and our history maybe Mm -hmm. like within this year that i've never Mm -hmm. heard about before which is crazy when you think about that like i i probably know more about american history than i do bermudian history and it's like for what so yeah that's the whole thing of kingdom heights i want bermudians to have something for us like yeah. to be proud of we know we're lit we know we're beautiful <laughs> yes <laughs> like, we know our culture is vibrant but we don't share that yeah we don't the, see it we don't see yeah, it exactly and yeah. if you don't see it we don't believe it and then if you don't believe it then I then what is it and value yourself and so the imagery is powerful i think god bless up my auntie again you know <laughs> right. how else you know i can't go shouting in the streets or i mean i can but it wouldn't really be too effective i like, respond to art yes that's hey, the thing her. art is so powerful yeah. imagery i think it like it resonates with us in a different visceral way like that we don't even think about imagery works like yeah. on a subconscious level and i think that that's mm-hmm. why it's so important because we pretty much live our lives from a subconscious standpoint and so when you're when you're photographing images powerful images like images like when you see your images i feel mm-hmm. like i want to cry like seriously because you like it's like visual storytelling i told you about this when we were at the biennial you had all king's men at the biennial and 
just seeing those faces, these are everyday people, but you have lifted them to a place where they could feel like a sense of pride within themselves. Like that's why it was just so powerful for them to be in those spaces because, you know, Black Romanians aren't necessarily represented in those spaces, like period. So that's why it's so important. And like, I'm ready for your video work. I don't know about you. (laughs) I'm ready for your video work. It's coming. It's coming. And like, even to hear you say all of that, I don't know. I'm humble. You know, I try to stay humble. I was raised Mm -hmm. every day. I try to get to my hair. So to hear you even say that, and to me, it's just like, this is regular life. This is, this is who we are. Like, this is, we know these people by name, you know, we see them, we, but everybody has a story. Mm -hmm. And I want people to, to understand them. You know, like everybody has a story. Yeah. And speaking yeah. about these stories, because I mean, these are untold stories of Bermuda. Yeah. Um, why mm-hmm. is it important for you to share these kinds of narratives? To be honest, I don't think I'm going to be alive to even be able to reap the benefits of what I'm doing right now. Right. Like that's how big I'm trying to be. And right. when I was coming up as a child, I really didn't, I didn't have these images to look at. Mm-hmm. I didn't see them. It's like, like I said earlier, if it wasn't for my aunt Tiff, I really don't even know how I would be thinking. Like, and you look around at your peers and we see all these stuff that's happening and Mm -hmm. we understand how important visuals are and to see that we didn't have these images when we was coming up. And you know, any, not even just images, but we didn't have certain programs. We didn't have people, you know, fighting for us or telling us we're important or showcasing Mm -hmm. any of that, you know, and then now we're adults and we can look around and you know we see the effects of that like man so we have a whole other generation of kids coming up i've had parents come up to me and tell me how the kids want to be photographers now and oh wow that's amazing that's like my um my godson he hit me up he was like go mom we have an art project we have to study a bermudian artist and you're under and i was like what he was so so excited to study his gold manjit like as a Bermudian yes. I'm alive and I went artist as long gone inaccessible sorry yes. yes someone can literally call you up you know and that's the thing access is extremely important like if kids see you as a figure within the community and then they know that they could message you or you know they could call you or ask to spend a little bit of time with you that makes such a big difference like, it's so deep to where, even though I'm doing this full-time, mm-hmm. still in the back of my head, I'm just like, this ain't even a real job. Like, I'm winging it, you know? Just because, you know, art isn't really seen as a full-time job, but mm-hmm. but I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, like, this is what you're doing, like, for real stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm playing it. So that just goes to show how deep it goes, like, mentally. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, um, it's really, and really nice. It is. It is, and I'm happy that you have them in mind when you're doing what you're doing because then your purpose has become bigger than you. And that's how you know, like, it's going to be amazing. (laughs) The legacy that you leave, you know, because not just thinking about yourself and your family, but also thinking about the lives and the young people whose lives you could impact and like positively inspire. So that's that's super awesome. Um, We briefly talked about your biennial submission, but I wanted to ask you about the photography installation that you have at Bermuda National Gallery. What is the work about and how important is it for you to have your work selected for the exhibition? 
know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even though Bermuda is predominantly black, we know that the art world in Bermuda is it's just starting to open up to right. and not even just for black artists, but black art, period. Mm-hmm. You know, black art that showcases black Bermudian life. Yeah. Not just a black painter. Mm-hmm. You know, who paint watercolors and black art, black and right. black art. It hasn't been displayed. The Bermuda National Gallery, it's such a big institution in mm-hmm. Bermuda. And um, I had I didn't even know about the biennial until first first time someone had mentioned it to me was Lisa Howie. She mentioned the biennial to me last year after my first show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like, I don't know what the biennial is. What are you talking about? I'm just, you know, I've got my work displayed. So right. she's like, no, answer. You should really answer and get. So, you know, obviously time goes by reading up on it. I'm like, okay. Let me answer the biennial. And what I like about the biennial is that you don't just answer and your work is shown. You know, you mm-hmm. you have to have a plan. It has to be a thought-out process. Yes. You have to be chosen. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't expecting to be chosen just because of the history of the biennial. Right. But when they did choose me and the response to my piece, I was like, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, it's like, so, this is it. Like, this is yeah, it. I'm her. <laughs> So the piece was always going to be something from the MNFR series. MNFR standing for my niggas for real. And I haven't really put out there yet, but it's something right. I've been putting. It's black and white images um, showcasing Bermudian black men just mm-hmm. in our regular, them living, the fathers, public figures, you know, just mm-hmm. existing, black men existing. All the king's men, that's just an extension of that. So the piece is black and white images of black Bermudian men, like I said, just existing fathers, mm-hmm. um, community people, just is positioned in a way, it's an assortment of frames, so it looks like someone's home with all mm-hmm. the frames and stuff on the walls and different types of frames and different shapes and sizes, but I wanted to, outside of just the images, I wanted it to be something that symbolizes brotherhood and community mm-hmm. and togetherness and family, but then there's a piece the corner of this mask and I'm like when I first saw I, I bought the mask and when I first saw it I was like this kind of looks like a gumby yeah it really it really did a gumby so I'm like okay gotta incorporate this somehow I yeah. wish it was open so everybody could go see it because it's really such a big deal to me and it's really really close to my heart the gallery reopens, you know, people can go see it. I know, I was so sad when they closed it down. Well, obviously, they had to for COVID, but whenever it does open back up, like, I encourage everybody who's in Bermuda to go and see it. That was a magical night, Jordan. Yes, it was so amazing. It was electric. It was was an amazing night. Yeah, and it it definitely served as a reminder that, Mm -hmm. like, this is the reason why we're doing it. And by the way, like, Jade and I were both in the um biennial which was awesome calyx calyx was also in it um Mm -hmm. yeah like you know it was it was awesome because i felt like the selected artists were diverse and representative of what bermuda really is so it wasn't just black but it was also white and that's how bermuda is is both it's not just one so i i was really happy to be a part of that and I'm not sure if they're going to be keeping it up for longer. I, I think that they might. Yeah, I think it's up to October or something. Or was. Like, I know it was going to be up for a long time. Right. But I don't think they'll be keeping it up for 
longer than what it was to make up for your time in those clinics. Right, right. So I definitely encourage everybody to go and check it out. Um, in your work, Jade, um, how do you get the person, the place, or the thing that's in front of you, um, in which you photograph like just the way you want you want it to be? Do you um, do you do a lot of staging, or is it more like candid? I'm I'm kind of socially awkward, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I, like I don't really like asking people to take their pictures. I prefer a more candid type of thing. You know, sometimes I ask people to you know stay there or turn your way, but for the most part, it's candid. Stuff right. because that's real life so I wanted to ask you because I mean you know we went to high school together and I know that you were interested in art you always were interested in art super talented but what was your original career path and how did you go from being a person who's interested in various forms of art to being an aspiring photographer and then to actually doing it full-time for yeah. a living yeah um so I never really had a career path <laughs> I knew I always wanted to be I knew I wanted to be a photographer. Yeah. America that model came out. I used to watch that show religiously. I love that show. <laughs> my favorite part was always the final, you know, the final shot. And I was like, damn. Like that is what made I think made me want to be a photographer. Mm-hmm. So even though high school it was I wanna be a fashion photographer. I wanna you know, I was looking, I was trying to go to Savannah College of Art and Design. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you but um, they took us to a college for up at Bermuda College one time. Yeah. And they were there. And I was like, yeah, I need to go to the <laughs> So real life, you know, couldn't afford to go to school. Graduated from Barclay at Bermuda College doing the visual arts course. But still, like, I never knew what I wanted to do in life. I was just, I wanted to be an artist. But because, right. you know, being an artist isn't really your career. And you can't make no money from that. It was like, all right, well, let me just work and hustle. And mm-hmm. so I did a few things. I used, I worked security. I worked um, in telecommunications. I worked in offices. I, and none of it was fulfilling. Yeah. And you got to a point in life where you're like, I'm literally just waking up every single day, same time, mm-hmm. doing this job, coming in, you're miserable. Yeah. They have you by neck because you know, they are giving you money so you have to show up. It's like, I could never do that. I still can't sit still, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One day I was just like, I quit my job at Digicel and I went to work for um, Pembroke Thailand soon. I quit there in March. No, before I quit, sorry, work had started to pick up and I noticed like, because I was doing photography on the side, I'm like, okay, I'm making good money doing this. Right. <laughs> and then <laughs> I made more money with my photography than I did with my full-time job. Mm-hmm. And that was just all the time. So I'm like, Jay, you ain't got no kids. You ain't married. Right. <laughs> exactly. If, 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 if anything happens, it's just all me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I take her just me. Yeah. So I quit my job and said, all right, let's try this out. And that was a year and a half ago. Wow. That's amazing. It's beautiful to hear about your journey because I think a lot of times people think like, you know, if you're an artist, like it's such an easy path to get in there. But I'm telling you, it's the hardest. I mean, flip, I I was in law school and I was like, I am so unfulfilled and I just like, I cannot continue to do this and like live a life of unhappy unhappy and just being so bored and uh, it was it was terrible so I was like you know what I'm I don't know what's gonna happen 
but I know yeah. that I need to do this. I know that I need to make a decision and just choose what it is that I love. And yeah. same, love same it. like you. <laughs> and look back oh, since. <laughs> I would never advise anybody to do it like I did it. I literally just decided on Monday I was going to quit my job and quit my job plan. I didn't. So anybody who's thinking of just quitting your job, have a plan. If you haven't made it. Right. <laughs> It'll cause you a lot less headaches and stress, but nah, man, I wouldn't change it. Yeah. So many great things have come up just from quitting that mm-hmm. and like believing in yourself and taking a chance on yeah. yourself is terrifying, but it really it really shows you what you're capable of and, and self-fulfilling i mean same yeah. like every day i wake up and i'm doing exactly what i want to be doing what i love my money my own money nobody yeah. knew. i choose my jobs i dictate how i it's it's a liberating feeling and mm-hmm. i feel like it's easier to work that way yeah you know, on my <laughs> doing exactly what you love so i feel like in your path like it's it's more of like a purpose walk coming closer to like the best way that you feel like you can express yourself as a person i think like if we didn't make the decision we would probably like look back on life and regret it so much i just feel like as artists we it's our duty i don't know we're gonna like artists are gonna save the world I yes like. so, like, absolutely we have to, we have to showcase these talents and like have a voice and artists with just skill but it's no drive or anything it's like well what right exactly we have a special talent and a unique gift and space called out yeah, for us in the world like step mm-hmm. into your greatness come on you can do it yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly so that's why i love to see other artists and other creatives like you know living a life on their own terms i mean it's so inspiring mm-hmm. to me and that's part of the reason why I wanted to, you know, have this podcast and have these kinds of conversations because I think about other artists a lot and I'm and I'm super inspired by other people and their practice. COVID's happening and everybody's just showcasing the talents or I just haven't been paying attention all this time, but there's so much dopeness happening in Bermuda right now, like in yes. the art world. Yeah, it really is. And I'm love, uh, I'm loving to see it. And you know what, yeah. maybe, maybe COVID actually did bring this out because I think maybe COVID allowed people to kind of like self-reflect and to pause and to be still mm-hmm. and to listen, you know, to, yeah. to their inner voice. Because when you think about it, we're always on the rat race. We're always so busy, you know, never really mm-hmm. having time to just kind of like stop Do for a second, wanted. you know, so... Um, just like knock off from work, come home, you're just sitting off, just trying to catch yourself real quick, get up, do it again tomorrow. It's no man. Yeah. Yeah. COVID, I know I have a ideas that came out from COVID, so mm-hmm. I know other artists are working. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. We I love to see it. I love to see it. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of other artists, um, what are your thoughts on collaboration and in what ways would you like to collaborate with other artists in the future? <laughs> okay so uh, i won't say too much but yeah. i'm working on this project my ultimate goal mm-hmm. is to create a lot of something like how bermuda arts council is and they give grants to artists yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. i would hope to create something with other bermudian artists where we're able to come together make money you know do things like podcasts and i don't know just some dope stuff and give back to bermudian yes. artists because 
give back to the community. It's, it's not enough programs. Yeah. It's not enough. It's more than enough money here. Oh, you absolutely. <laughs> already done with this is like we need money to do these things so yeah that's, that's exciting what, yeah that's <laughs> super exciting yes yeah. and and that's the thing you just gotta start somewhere you know what's interesting too about that is like when you start something like what you started as it may grow into something else that you didn't even imagine it to be i think that's what's yeah. really cool about just getting started where you are yeah it's definitely exciting. it sounds corny but the feeling is yeah, just excited for the future because when you you know you know when you see you're <laughs> building and you're just like yes people don't yes. understand street grinning and you're just happy all the time but it's like you you all don't even know what yeah you don't it's even taking know. so much so much <laughs> so many sleepless nights so many um dull oh, fear all of that Brazilians are the hardest to please like all the things yes. I love ingredients i can't stand about us we are the hardest to please <laughs> but at the same time it's like all right well if you're you know if, the, if your ingredients are going your back you know you're lit and you know you got something right so. that's the thing it is very hard to get bermudian support but it's interesting because i feel like once bermudians do support like they really support and they, they show support. up and show out for sure yeah I'm glad to see we start. Like everyone seems to be more interested in the arts and want to help, and so mm. it's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also mm. nice to be a part of that conversation and the you know this movement that's happening, because I think yeah. you know it's gonna take us to make the change that we want to experience sure. and see in Bermuda anyway. So millennials are here to shake things up. You know, yeah. <laughs> we still have that connection with the older generation. You know, we have those morals and that respect and. We kind of understand why they do the things they do on a deeper level. And then we can also relate to the younger generation and like, mm-hmm. we get it. Yeah. You know, so I yeah. feel like we originally got generation and yeah. we do that right now in so many different ways. It's just, yeah, <sighs> it's <amazing. laughs> it's, it is, it's amazing. But I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite uh, photo shoot that you've done mm. and, and why? I, can I say two? I have more of course. Like, of course. Okay. Um, commercial work. I do a lot of commercial work with Christine Shop. They bring in natural products and um, beauty products and all about saving the earth and all of that. But Mia, she, the owner, she's a creative herself. She's a yeah. musician. Like, she lets me know what she wants and she's organized. And, you know, she comes with a mood board and she's just, but she, she lets me be creative like she lets me do nice. my thing I have complete creative control so mm-hmm. that yeah, as an artist when you're doing work because photography isn't just you know I I consider myself an artist yeah. <laughs> so clients tell you what they want and it's kind of the pressure you hear it's like okay I have to get what they want you know so I really appreciate that with me and she you know she just lets me be creative and she mm-hmm. lets me do my thing and every single thing that we've done has been my favorite like, yeah. commercial work nice. and then outside of work i do a lot of work with noise cans mm-hmm. Love obviously him being bermudian him being a creative and he his back for covid but he lives in new york mm-hmm. and so he has like he has those links and sees you know he just gets it on a different level and then when we come in we just click like and it's yeah it's just magic everything that we do it's we get each other and 
it flows and no idea is too much. It's important to have creative control because it's like, if not, it just feels like work. I quit my job yeah. today. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it's also <laughs> interesting too to hear you speak about your favorite photo shoots, but playing your experiences based on the people, the relationships that we have, like ultimately can bring us like other opportunities as well like not just this like current project but you know this person might recommend you for something else or might introduce you to someone else and that's like really how it is it's like this this networking thing it's not just send the email this is what i I mean it can be with photography that's the only thing the downside of photography is like i still do the running around and you know this is what i want this is what i need but for the most part the relationships you build with people those are everything grateful for those people who understand yes and who respect your craft too and you know just just let you do your thing exactly and Mm -hmm. i already put a lot on myself i don't work well under pressure (laughs) that's why what i do how i do it and i have my my little flu and I works like even though I'm a photographer and I want to book clients I don't just shoot with every and anybody and every yeah. and anybody. quality of a quantity for sure and you're a self-taught photographer um so I wanted to ask you what's been the most valuable thing to you in your learning while you've been doing it hmm. I wouldn't even say it's about the photography part because you can never finish learning about that my when I was getting started, I reached out to local photographers. So I've gotten to work with Nuri Bashir, Meredith mm-hmm. Andrews. I built these relationships with them. Yeah. With them and they me some things. And that's my favorite part, <laughs> I yeah. would say, about It's just meeting other photographers and getting yeah. you know, how they work and them showing you the roots. And, yeah. yeah, definitely. So <laughs> going back to relationships again, the relationships yeah. are extremely important. Exactly. And even nice for them, um, Meredith Andrews and Nori Bashir, to be able to, you know, reach back and pull someone else up as well. Um, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And people did it for me. Mm-hmm. Got some, but it's cool. I got some yeses. I built my relationships I needed to build. And right. You'll check for me, send me opportunities, you know. I use the studio. I, Meredith puts me onto so much work, and it's just, I'm grateful for those experiences and conversations that mm-hmm. I've had to because I look up to them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know? So, so the, yeah. in a way, they've kind of like stepped into a role of like mentorship sure. for you. Yeah. 100%. Can you speak a little bit about um, just how mentorship has guided you and, you know, kind of kept you grounded? It's something that you have to experience. Mm-hmm. I prefer working under a mentor than, like, I don't think I would be able to sit down in school and learn everything. Right. Mm-hmm. I need to experience it and like be hands-on. Yeah. So having that, to kind of guide you and them not even realizing they're guiding you just you know allowing you to be in their space mm-hmm. and giving I recommend even if you're not an artist like if you're if you want to grow get a mentor yes you know look around, reach out to someone who seems like they have what you want you know actively people work on them or if you could you know sit down pick their brain because it's so much easier to learn yeah. from someone who has been through it I think people like I think people like to mentor. Like, yes, I've had, they I've do. My mentors, you know, they and they enjoy it. Why yeah. not have knowledge? I find that when people are willing to receive the knowledge, people want to 
give it and they want to help yeah i wanted to ask you jade about some of the other photographers that have influenced you and Mm -hmm. how did they like influence your thinking your photographing and your career path okay um local photographers i remember first first bermudian photographer that ava caught my eye ava i used to work in a gift shop called pope and circumstance when i was like 18 19 Mm-hmm. And all these prints by Gavin Howard. Now, Gavin Howard is a Bermuda Better photographer and he does like landscapes and stuff. But he had this one picture of um, Bermuda, you know, the blinds? Yes. There was the old wooden blinds and I can't remember. Oh, the shutters? I mean, that called shutters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, damn, like that. All the pictures, every other picture was beach and, you know, the pretty stuff, but that picture. That one picture stood out to me, and I think because it was on the beach, it still screamed Bermuda to me. I was like, damn. So outside of that, like, um, from that, I followed Nuri's work. Mm-hmm. Nuri does a lot of commercial work, but he also shoots film. Yeah. Him and Mary Andrew, two of my favorite Bermudian photographers, mm-hmm. started film. seeing their film work. Nuri has a film photography page, and yes. it's all like, photography, Bermuda vacation work and it's just i don't know his work kind of it, it hits a cold i don't know yeah. if it's because it's a comedian or what but his work something about his film photography is just very raw and mm-hmm. so it's lit <laughs> it's lit <laughs> and then um, meredith she she does a lot of commercial stuff as well but meredith does a lot of lifestyle stuff and even though she Opposed to me, I kind of like capture the moments. Mm-hmm. Meredith, um, she stages her stuff, right. but she stages her stuff in a way where it's it's so real and it's so powerful and it's 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 so strategic and mm. so I think a mixture of Nora's lifestyle and his candid stuff, yeah, and then the way Meredith tells her stories, mm-hmm. I think the mix kind of got me to do what I'm doing. And then Tamal Simmons, um, someone introduced me to his work mm-hmm. a few years ago. He used to work for the Royal Gazette. He passed. I'm not too okay. sure when he passed a few years ago, but his book, Date with Destiny, it is of the, it's a photographic history. It's of um, when the PLP won the election in 1998. Oh, wow. That was, must have been awesome to capture that. I remember, I was, even though we was only seven, I remember that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that was a pivotal moment in Bermuda's history. I remember right. PLP signs everywhere, and I have a memory of even sticking my head off the car with the PLP flag. Like, right. So he captured this mm-hmm. perfectly. Just Bermudians, just the, the sheer happiness and pride, and just what was happening as mm-hmm. it was happening. Yes. Yeah, his his work. That's awesome. Um, but I think it's also interesting to think about you as a photographer capturing history as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like how important that is, um, that like you were saying, like if we don't document our history, then who will? Or if we don't tell our stories, then who will? So I wanted to ask you, like, what motivates you to, to continue taking pictures economically, politically? emotionally like what what motivates you we don't have these images yeah there aren't many not to toot my horn but 
there aren't photographers who are shooting what I'm shooting. Shooting, not there are, but there mm-hmm. haven't. There hasn't been. Yeah, you know, they haven't been showcasing it, and it's important to do that. Yeah, so, you know, it shows that we were heard. You can't, you can't make up stories and say ABC. You know, like it's heard. Mm-hmm. You can see, you see who we, who we are, when we were, what we was doing. Yeah, it's, it's that's it. Yeah. And then aside from that, Bermuda, Bermuda. I love Bermuda, man. We are just, you can walk down the street and find something to shoot. Like Bermuda and Bermudians, this is the most beautiful place on earth. Yeah. And I really just hate that Gorgeous. the world is some big country club. Like it's, it's really not that mm-hmm. at all. The first thing from that, you know, yeah. you have this rich, vibrant culture and the way we talk and the way Bermudians move and what mm-hmm. we do. And like all of that is just, it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And celebrate it. Like, cause I feel like that's what you're doing in your work is like, you're exactly. celebrating us and, you know, giving yeah. us, giving us a platform and giving us a voice because yeah. like you said, we just, we don't see that. And, and that's why I think mm-hmm. like you carved out a lane for yourself. So it's interesting. Like, you know, now you may be seeing other photographers starting to shoot these things, but you were doing this before other people started doing it and yeah and so that's why like I find your work to be really raw and genuine um how would you define your photography style I would say lifestyle photography photojournalism okay Okay, photojournalism okay yeah that's that's more or less that's what I like to do I just like to capture the moments that are happening yes you know and then that's what's interesting too, because I feel like your photographs leave space for people to be able to imagine something. So it's like you've captured it and it's like a slice of time. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, a photograph doesn't tell the whole story. But what I love about your photography is that you are imagining as you're looking at it, what somebody was doing right before that or what somebody did right after that. And so that's why like, I cannot wait to see your videography work like i'm encouraging you sis (laughs) i would love to see it (laughs) it's coming it's coming man i think i've taken on i not even think i've definitely taken on so much Mm -hmm. i'm like you know i started to panic i'm like damn i need to make money i don't know you know so i've taken on so much work Mm -hmm. but as soon as i'm able to like i need to put my books together I want to sit down and be able to like learn film and play with the videography and yeah it's coming coming. it is and you know you have time too that's the thing like there's time there's time to be able to grow grow into that space for sure I wanted to ask you Jade um what two pieces of advice you have for upcoming Bermudian artists or photographers young people who might be looking at you or thinking about going into this career path, what advice would you leave for them? <laughs> Do it skirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. like, that's a big one because I feel like, especially for artists, art still, you know, it's, it's just not viewed as a respectable job, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to get that backlash. You're going to be scared. You're going to be afraid to, to explore, but do it anyway. And don't have any regrets. Mm-hmm. I don't have not one regret. And living by that, if if you if you live with regrets, you live with resentment, 
and when you live with resentment, it just causes all this unnecessary stress. If you're going to do something, stick by it and don't regret it. You know, yeah. even, if, even if it doesn't work out how you wanted it to work out, there's always a lesson to be learned in mm-hmm. everything. But yeah. if you live with regrets and, you know, you embrace the lessons, then you're straight. That's you're a word. Right. <laughs> that is definitely a word so Jade before I let you go I want to ask you one last question because I was so absolutely thrilled and excited for you and when you won I felt like I won when I saw that you won the Shaman Prize (laughs) yes like I literally felt like okay this is a win not just for Jay, but for everybody in the culture. That still isn't... I mean, obviously, it hit me. I won the Charming. But... Mm-hmm. Yo, I won the Charming. Yes. <laughs> and it's, it's no diss to Masterworks, and there's no diss to any past winners or anything, but that space, Masterworks, just isn't a space that celebrates Black art. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't. doesn't happen. And then if it if it does celebrate black art, it's usually like a little small, minute little section in the mm-hmm. corner of something or like mm-hmm. a group show. You know, it's, it's never really, the attention is never really on us. It's yeah. never for us. Mm-hmm. And so I knew on, she called me on Wednesday um, to let me know that I had one. And I'm glad she did that. Right. Because I ugly cried. I cursed the only thing because I didn't even honestly, Jordan, like I didn't even think I didn't think I was gonna win anything. Right. And I answered because Lisa was like, No girl, you should answer just because you know, like I had the idea but I had so much going on, like if I didn't the first the first um the first frame that I built that mm-hmm. fell apart. So I had like a week to do everything. So I had to get all the pictures printed in different sizes and right. I was just like, man. I'm not even going to place, like, I'm just going to answer this thing, you know, let people see my work, but then when they called me, <laughs> I had one, and to know that the judges, the judges weren't Bermudian, like, right. the judges were Bermudian, and just, it kind of gave me that confirmation, like, okay, Jay, like, these aren't people who just know you, because yeah. so often, once your name's once your names, people pick up your name in Bermuda, it just goes. Mm-hmm. And I'm for that, but sometimes it's like, well, am I really talented? Like, right. is it really? Are you like, guys can, really is the work strong just on its own without my name being attached to it? Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so that win confirmed all of that for me. Like, mm-hmm. I was good, girl. It was just amazing. And then to walk into like the uh, you and the charming girl, like the people the, I won I won <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it I really can't and it was just it was it was an amazing experience mm-hmm. I, I don't know how else I can't even put it into words it was an amazing experience and yeah. it really did feel like a win for the culture because mm-hmm. it was just showcasing us like black Bermudians yeah. this didn't just you know, it wasn't anything extra. It wasn't, it just showed us in our natural, beautiful, just raw, happy, 
Yeah. Black people worldwide is just this stigma that we're scary and that we're strong and we're hard and it's like I never I, I never want people my work is strong, yes, but I never ever want to produce images where people can't even have anything negative to say or mm-hmm. I never want to turn my work to anything like that too. So right. It's just dog, I want to charm him. <laughs> yes, you won the charm and NJ, yo. So deserving. So deserving. Honestly, like our stories need to be told. Our stories need to be heard. And that's the other thing that I've noticed about Bermuda as well. Sometimes it takes outside recognition before you get the recognition in Bermuda, you know? Imagine all the artists that are going to charming now. You know? Black Mm -hmm. artists had not before because they're like, eh, it's masterworks. I Mm can. You know? like doors are opening yeah. it's so exciting yeah and so that's why yeah. your van was so representative of the possibility for other people like it like almost like you open the door and you're leaving the door open for others that's why yeah. that's why i was so moved and so freaking excited for you like i was screaming like it was me <laughs> oh my gosh Girl. what it represented was such a big deal and um yeah. yeah i was so happy for you and you know this is just the beginning this is just the beginning i'm i'm really excited to see what's to come of your um journey and you know your artistic path and your photography is really humbling also to be your contemporary because your work is incredible and so for me to be able to share my work in the biennial with you an honor it was an Girl, honor yeah I, the feeling is mutual. You're doing your thing, Jordi. <laughs> like, you're doing your thing, sis. Come on now. Come on. Yes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the feeling's definitely mutual, Jay. But, yeah, I'm so, so happy for you. And, you know, to see your journey from the beginning, wow, like, what a story, you know? And I think that's what's inspiring, too, is because you're so relatable. You know, like, yeah. people can see you and see themselves in you and not just you but also your work too and i think that that and your personality like that's gonna carry you um you know really far thank you Judy. yes of course yes, it just is what it is you know yeah are, i wish i i want to create things that i wish i would have seen as a kid mm-hmm. or as an artist or you know so yes definitely and I'm that's the thing. We can't wait for other people to make what we want to yeah. see. If we don't see it, we just have to do it ourselves. Pass action for handouts. We, yeah. I am produce and squeeze on our day by myself. You know? Right. <laughs> you want to yeah. catch up? Cool. You know, my hands open. But if not, I ain't got time. Right. Exactly. And then it's funny too, though, because the places where you have received no's, you know, no, people are probably coming to you asking you. Girl, no. You can't let that stuff bother you, you know? Yeah, because you just have to keep going. For sure. Happen, and it will happen. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some, some people have to see it after. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's and then, what's crazy, too. Like, you just have to hold on to a vision that only you could see. Exactly. Even if other people can't see it for you. You yeah. just have to hold true to your vision. Exactly. And that's another thing we have to um, we have to learn. I struggled with that in the beginning. I knew because I knew how lit I was and where I wanted to take it and what I was doing, but everyone else didn't see it. But we have to 
remind remember sometimes that this is our journey yeah you know people see our journey the way we see it mm-hmm. and so you really can't do it skirt no regrets yeah. right <laughs> that absolutely type of, you, know, you can't hold on to those nerves and yeah because your dream people don't see it so just keep going anyway have to keep pushing have exactly. to keep pushing definitely yeah. well jade this has been an absolute pleasure honestly i'm so glad we could have you on the show i'm so glad to be a contemporary we should do something clear do something, work together. Yeah, it's coming soon. Sorry, it's, it's coming. I'm done. Project. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's put it together. Give something, leave something for the people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so 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 happy we could have this conversation. Um, I wanted to ask you, where can everybody find you online? Online, um, I'm on Instagram mainly, Queendom underscore Heights. And then the link to my websites, they're still working on my website, but it's a few things up. Mm-hmm. Um, I have COVID, my COVID-19 thing and my culture project, if noise can't, is up on my website. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mainly just Instagram for now. Awesome. I have Rio and things and yeah, man. Oh, I love that store. Oh my goodness, it's so beautiful in there. I, I went in there in March and I, I had heard about it, but... I was like, let me go. I got to go before I leave Bermuda. So dope in there. For the cultures. For the culture. I loved it in there. For the culture, body culture. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so shout out to Grio Bermuda and what they're doing, you know, for the community. Putting mm-hmm. education back into the community through books and things exactly. like that. It's awesome. teachers. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. But Jay, thank you so, so much. All right, cool. Love you, girl. Love you. you. Okay, take care. Please share with friends, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us online at theartifacts.com and on Instagram at theartifacts. If you'd like to send us a message or to suggest an artist that you'd like to see on the show, please connect with us at theartifacts at gmail.com. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to sharing with you our upcoming episodes. Peace and blessings. This recording is copyrighted by Jude Hassel, and all rights are reserved.